Blog Talk Radio. I want to ask you a question, and that is, what is in your life's blueprint? This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go, 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 go. Over 24 million people that are going to lose health insurance. You can't continue to play with people's emotions like this, okay? Politics may be a game to you because you're in Washington, but it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. Again, I refer back to a civilized society where no one, not even the President of the United States is above the law. However, Trump has a blatant disregard for the law, and he only likes it when he stands to benefit from it. How selfish, 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 selfish. You're now to the provocation. Real people, real conversation. Real people, real conversation. You ready? You ready? Let's go. Oh man. You're like, <laughs> you really doing two in a row? After what we've experienced <laughs> over the past couple weeks? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we fall off every now and then, but we try to get back, you know? Yeah, we do. We do. You know, we got things going on. You know, we, we're, we're trying to multitask. I'll tell you what. How about you help us out, the people who are tuning in right now, bringing some more people. That way we can do this as a full-time job. And you ain't never got to worry about it. <laughs> I hear that. For real. But with that hmm. said, in case you didn't know, you listen to the provocation, real people, real conversations. I'm dropping stuff all over the place. My mm-hmm. name is Ron. I'm one half of the dynamic duo. And like always, I got my boy with me. And I'm Ronald L. Felton, the father and son tag team. The views on this podcast are clearly the views of my son and myself and not of any organization that either of us may be affiliated with. With that being said, we welcome you to episode 90 in season three of The Provocation. And yes, indeed, like we always say about this time, if you're listening live, we appreciate the love. If you're listening to the archive, we appreciate that too. Today is Monday, June 10th, 2019. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. Mm-hmm. I did. Any yeah. time off of work is a good time for me, you know? I hear that. <clears throat> Got a chance to uh, kick back. You know, I, I wasn't even aware that the, the Women's um, World Cup soccer was on. You know, I like watching the World mm-hmm. Cup. Okay. You know, so I watched a mm-hmm. little bit of that on Sunday. And uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the, the NBA Finals, but it looks like the Warriors might be in a little bit of trouble, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, they uh, they down 3-1 right now to Toronto. Wow. So, if Toronto win tonight, that's it. They're mm. champion. Mm. That'll be amazing. Now, I'll tell you wow. this, though. Warriors kind of at a disadvantage because a lot of their – their key players were hurt. 
But I think Kevin Durant comes back tonight, so that should get them a little help. But the thing is, will it be enough to get them the next two games? Because if they get the next two games, then they can push it to a game seven. But if they lose any of these next two games, whether it be tonight or the next game, that's it. Championship mm. over with. Toronto Toronto will be your champion. Wow. <clears throat> so, that, you know what? Now, you know, I'm not – when it comes to basketball, I really don't have a team. There are teams I like to watch. And, and the Warriors are one of those teams I like to watch. But mm-hmm. I will say this. If Toronto wants to win the championship – I'll be happy for them because I think that that's actually will be their first championship in franchise history. And, um, you know, it'll be something nice mm-hmm. for that city to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. At worst comes the worst. If the Warriors lose, they can always blame Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the country was in a good a good place you know, for the past couple of years and these past two, we've been in the dumps. So, you know, you can see why maybe the Warriors may may not have played up to their standard due to mm-hmm. the country is feeling. I'm I'm just making this up. You know how I go. I know you are, man, because uh <laughs> don't they have a lot of injuries too? Oh uh-huh. Kevin Durant, he's he hasn't played one game yet in the championship. Um the Marcus Cousins, he got hurt early in the playoffs. I think he just came back last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dealing with some other stuff too. But the main thing, the main one, is Kevin Durant being hurt because he's kind of like when all else fails, we know we can right. get to him and he, you know, he'll do something. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, although, and then on top of that, Clay Thompson was hurt as well. So that's like three. Out of five, out of the start of five, that's three players right there that were hurt. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so they were. Toronto just caught them at the right time. And on top of that, too, man, I don't know if you're familiar with the players on Toronto, but it's a guy they have. They got called uh, Kawhi Leonard, and this dude, he, it's nothing special about what he does, but he's just mm-hmm. so efficient. You know what I mean? He's like, he rarely misses. You can you can guarantee he's going to give you top notch defense on every play. He's always mm. in the right place. He's just he's just in the right place at the right time all the time. And, mm-hmm. uh, you got to respect that about him, man. But he he's been lights out in these playoffs. And he's it's not mm. it's not like he's been scoring a bunch of points. He's just been so consistent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna watch it tonight, man. Let's see what happens. Whether you know. The Warriors mm-hmm. give it up. They start, the last game, they came out strong, but it got to the second half, and Toronto just took over after that, and they couldn't they couldn't get it back. So we'll see what happens tonight. I think they play in mm-hmm. Toronto tonight. So we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Oh, okay. You know, anything to keep me occupied until football comes back on. That's how I look at it. Right. I hear you. Yeah. But, um... I don't know what the weather's like looking what the weather's looking like where you guys are at. But I know here, you know, it's been off and on with this rain. You know, we've had a we had a good couple of days and the last couple of days it's just been a bunch of rain. Which is crazy because I'm a little pissed 
Because, you know, I told y'all I've been working on my pool, right? Right. You know, usually you got to top it off so, you know, you can get your, you can start filtering and stuff like that. So I did that. had my water running for a whole 24 hours just for mm-hmm. to have a torrential downpour two days later, which would have filled the pool up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I'm, so I'm anticipating a high-ass water bill when it wasn't even necessary. But, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. The life of being a homeowner. Yeah, I hear you. I hear that. Yeah. Well, the weather's been kind of, uh, well, there was an overcast today. Uh, yesterday, uh, we went down to Jersey. It was a nice day for traveling. I think the weather, I think it, just when we got back home, I think it has started raining a little bit. But uh, today, uh, when I came out of, uh, uh, dialysis, it was raining, you know, pretty steadily. Then it, you know, kind of slowed down. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it's, it wants to rain. Actually, near my job, it was it was coming down, but um, at the house right now, it looks like it's about to rain, but it just hasn't done it yet. Right. So, we might get it pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, man, you know, not too much going on. Um, I know you guys have seen the title of the show, you know, Why Do We Celebrate Another Person's Downfall. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, what we got going on around the world, man? You know, pretty much. Well, last night. Yeah, exactly. Did you see uh, last night uh, the headliners? No, nah, I didn't see that. Yeah, that was a special on LeBron James. Okay. And it basically it basically profiled his career, his decision, you know, to I guess leave high school and go right into the uh, into the pros and stuff like that. And it was basically about his whole evolution and stuff like that, and how he's uh, I think he's uh, what's the team he signed with now, Ryan? He's on the Lakers now. Yeah, so he uh, he said even though he's leaving uh, Cleveland, he's not forgetting where it all began for him and where he started. And he, he came out with that, uh, I guess, that charter school called I Promise. And uh, yeah. so that's uh, – he seems to be a very uh, – from, from what I seen last night, he seems to definitely – care a lot about his community and see what he can do to help improve the lives of, of kids that might be less fortunate uh, than his own, you know, and all that. So that, that was a, that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good feature on him. You know, the way I feel, um, and this is for a lot of, a lot of young cats coming up playing basketball. If there's anybody you want to pattern, uh, your life's behind, then LeBron James is the person who's there, in my opinion. Yeah, because they was talking about how initially he started out basically following uh, the path of uh, Michael Jordan, but then he he kind of broke away and became more engaged in the things that were happening. But it was in, in the lead up to all of that was these uh, 
the law enforcement shootings of unarmed black men and stuff like that. And uh, it was pretty, it was, it was very, it was a very good, very, and, and, and bottom line, he came down to, he said, you know, I don't care. It doesn't care who you are, how much money you have. Basically, there are those out there that can still use the N-word when referring to you. And, and uh, Jamel Hill, she was a, I guess she was a, like a guest uh, uh, interview on that headliners. And she said, I guess he must have called the president a bum. He said, you know, that, she said, there ain't no comeback when you do that. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad. He did. He it's called him a bum. Huh? He did. He called him a bum. Yeah. So she said, there's no comeback for that. You know what I'm saying? And this is the president of the United States. But uh, basically, it's these are the times that we're living in. And if you just sit silently by and like feel like you have no ability to have any type of impact, then you're not doing, you're not living up to your potential, basically. And that's what I see. I see like, I get so frustrated hearing all this stuff all the time, you know, how he uh, dis he dis uh, well disrespects people all the time, and the, the language that comes out is unbefitting of a person who sits in the highest office of the land. And basically, it's a, it's like a banana republic, man. But we're the most powerful nation in the world, but we're acting like a banana republic. Well, it starts at the top. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. It's all the, the example is all set by who's at the top. You look, look at yeah. look at the amount of of um, how can I say this? Look at the pride people had in themselves, and I ain't talking about just black black men, but people in general. When President Obama, when when we had President Obama, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, the great the, the greatest statement I've heard is that. President Obama was what we aspire to be, and President Trump is who we are. That's what I heard. Mm, mm. And it's some it's, mm. now he ain't, that's not who I am, but right. I think that we have. I think a lot of us have issues that are along the same lines as this president, um, and we just need somebody to give us a kick in the ass. And I'm waiting for the person to kick him in his ass, but they they don't they don't they plan on showing up anytime soon, but. Regarding LeBron James, I, I respect him more than I do Michael Jordan at this point because uh, when it comes to basketball, yeah, you can put him in the same breath as Michael Jordan. When it comes to being a businessman, yeah, you can put him in the same breath as Michael Jordan. I would actually say he's probably a better businessman than Michael Jordan. Um, but the one thing that he has over Michael Jordan is that he's not afraid to tackle these social issues, and that's something that yeah. Michael always stayed away from. And I, yeah. I, I never yeah. respected that. I, I never respected that for for people, for athletes, especially with his type of power, who are in that position and have such a powerful voice to just sit back and let all this shit occur without saying anything. That's the one thing I well, don't respect know, about Michael Jordan. Yeah. So what? What? I I guess then you ask yourself, what causes a person to reach a tipping point when? Enough is enough. 
You know, now he did come to he did come to well, excuse me, LeBron's defense when I guess Trump tweeted something and oh, and Trump said something about uh, I guess he was talking about Don Lemon who was interviewing LeBron and he said uh, he was insulting Don Lemon, basically said he made Le- LeBron James look intelligent or something to that effect. And uh, right, I think like that was the, huh? Like, like yeah. LeBron James is an idiot or something. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, like uh, 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 Michael came to his defense, and then Laura Ingram, uh, she was talking about just shut up and dribble. And I think he used mm-hmm. that. He used that against her. He used her own words against her. And that's where that's where power comes from. When you could take someone's words that came out of their mouth and use it against them. Yeah, and you know, when, I, when, when Laura Ecom said that, I, I looked at her like, you got some nerve. Like, first of all, um, when it comes to a scale of respect, mm-hmm. I would absolutely believe that you are about 10 to 20 notches below LeBron James. Okay? Mm-hmm. And honestly, if somebody went overseas and was in Africa somewhere or wherever and said, hey, do you know Laura Ingram? They're going to be like, who the hell is that? But if I said, mm-hmm. hey, you know LeBron James? Yeah, he's the greatest basketball player in the world. Mm-hmm. So she need to give that man a little bit more respect talking about some shut up and dribble. Well, and, and honestly, you... instead, of, instead of picking out, this, I think this is referring to the interview where he called uh, Donald Trump a bum. And when she is yeah, a bum, yeah. by the way he's acting, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stop picking yeah. out the things that incite you the most and listen to what the man is saying. And then maybe you can sit down and have a civilized conversation that way you can get on the same page. But you know, it, to me, what, what amazes me is, and, and, and I know I've said this before, where people seem to be able to profit in, in uh, racism, hate speech, mm-hmm. or you know, to try to drag down another ethnic group or something to that effect. There seems to be a profit in that, at least for uh, 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 white America. I mean, there's enough people right. in white America that support that type of uh, that type of discourse, and that's that's what amazes me is that these people are actually making their careers off of this type of uh, uh, discriminatory uh, ethnic uh, discrimination, things of that nature. And they seem to be able to see that there's money in it. And uh, I can only assume that they probably, uh, it's not just the money part, but they probably actually believe a lot of that stuff, you know? That's right. It's very I just... Yes, it is sad, but you know, at this point, you know, I I can't do anything for those people at this point. You nope. know what I mean? But it's not going to deter me from feeling the way that I feel or or addressing the issues I want to address. That's not going to deter me from that. Just because I can't change a thirty percent of the country's mind, it's not going to stop me from believing in what I believe in. And I think we saw I had that approach moving forward. To be honest. You always hear these the Democrats talk about some. Oh, we need to be able to, to reach out to everybody and pull some of that base away from Trump. 
Nobody gives a damn. Listen, we don't give a damn about that. Are you going to address our issues or not? What are you going to do to get this guy out of office because he's ruining the country? Okay. Yeah, I think you we have can't to... help with those people who want to follow him regardless. Can't help that. Exactly. I think there's a segment of the population that shares the exact sentiments that he expresses when he goes to these rallies and says these things. Uh, there's a there's a segment of the population that actually embraces it, and that's the same segment that these people are profiteering off of. You know. The uh, people who try to find excuses for their own shortcomings, people that are so consumed with hate that it defines who they are, that if you if you if you take that from them, then they really have nothing. They have absolutely nothing. And that's sad. That's pathetic. You know what bothers me the most is that I mean, just, you know, you're going to have people in the country that just feel that way regardless. And like I said, I just probably don't give a damn about them. But my thing is, when I go, like, okay, if I go see somebody, like a presidential candidate, a local, you know, a local politician or something like that, when I go see them, I'm expecting to hear some type of substance. I want to hear, I want to hear where they stand on certain issues. I want to take something away from going to see them, Right. Mm-hmm. So, I sit here. You know, obviously, I don't sit there and watch the whole rally. I can't do that. I watch the clips here and there of things that he may, he may have said, and I just sit there. This is literally like watching somebody rambling on for an hour. Yeah, yeah. What what are you? So what you're telling me is that you going there just to get riled up. You're not going there to leave there with any type of substance. Or, or talk about what's going to be done for you moving forward or change your situation. You literally don't care and just want to go there and hear somebody rambling on for an hour. You That's know why? why? Because I can't waste my it. time. I can't waste my yeah. time trying to bring these people along because you already yeah. saw where your head is at. You don't yeah. care about the issues. You know what I'm saying? And this, this, like, this, this, let, me, let me just, I ain't going to cut you off, but this is like a perfect we going. This is a perfect lead-in to the subject I have for the show as to why we celebrate another person's downfall. Because you can use mm-hmm. this as an example too. You go to one of his rallies. All he does is criticize people, put people down, say they low IQ, blah blah blah, this and that, and people feed off of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just feed off of it. What's it do? Put more money in his pocket. It's just we feed off of this negativity as a society now, and I don't understand it. Like, let me ask you a question, right? Remember, remember the last show when I said congratulations to um, uh, the Jay Z for becoming the first rapper billionaire, right? Right. Right. Yeah. What else? What else have you heard about that story since then? I've heard very little. Now I, I bet you I said. Now let me ask you this: I bet you I said Jay Z gets arrested for having. I don't know, two ounces of cocaine on them, whatever, something like that. How often do you think you would see that on CNN? Oh, you would hear that over and over again. Over and over again, right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We don't celebrate the positive as much as we do the negative. And I'm wondering where that's taking society at this point in time, especially what 
especially with who we have as far as leadership? Well, to 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 make your point even clearer for a lot of us, look at look at the uh, what's the guy's name that owned the New England Patriots? Robert Kraft. Yeah, look at the situation he got caught up in, right? Right. How much have you heard about that? You know. Yeah. Well, so, you, you hear about that more than you hear about the positive stuff that he does. Well, that's that's that's. Well, you know what though, I I, I, I I hear you, and that seems to be what most people tend to crave is the negative. Oh, did you hear that about so and so? Did you hear that mm-hmm. about this person and that person? They seem to crave that because look, Ron, just look at all of these shows now. Look at all these reality shows. Look at. Look at the, you remember when the first time it was the, what, the Jerry Springer, uh, or it was uh, the, the Martin Downey Jr., remember Martin Downey? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. you see, and now we are inundated, inundated with this type of programming that, that's what, like now, uh, what's the name, used to be a pretty decent, I thought, uh Talk shows, uh, Mari Pat, Mari Povich, Povich, yeah, yeah, and now he's been, he's been, you know, look at the shows that he has now. Look at who he's bringing on. Uh, yeah. We ran the DNA he, he, test. He's a new, yeah, new Jerry Springer. That's what he is. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it seems that this is what people seem seem to want: uh, the warm and fuzzy stuff, the, the successful stuff, the positive stuff. That doesn't take up a lot of space, to be honest. It don't. If you say something negative, though, it, that'll circulate more and more and more, you know? I'm saying, you can, you can look at your local news. You know, you don't hear about the positive things going on. You hear a little bit about the positive things going on in the community, but majority of it's like, this crime took place here. There was a murder here. There was a shooting here. This place got robbed here. That's the majority of the local news every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not stupid. We know it's crime takes place. But do we have to know about every single one? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And what about like, having a story? What about having a story on the 2025 students that just got inducted into the Junior Honor Society two weeks ago? Where's that right, story? At? Okay, yeah. Yep, yep. Where is, you know? Where's that story? Where is it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another reason why I brought this situation up, right? Yeah. Are you are you familiar with the rapper um, uh, T.I.? I'm going to call him an artist. I ain't going to call him a rapper because he's an artist. Okay. You know T.I.? The name, the name I, yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah. Well, his his sister recently passed away. Right? I think she got okay. in a car accident. Right? Mm. She was in a car accident. So, you know, obviously that's a tough situation for me. If you watch, if you follow him, you know, she's she's always she's always with the family. They got a show. She's always on the show. So it was a big loss for him. Mm-hmm. And recently, TMZ comes out with the, with the toxicology reports showing that she may have been, you know, taking, I don't know, cocaine or something like that it was in her system or something. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, this family's grieving. Mm-hmm. We, we know her. As just like the cool, I thought she was his aunt to be honest. 
But we know it was just like the cool sister that was on the show and everything like that. And the first mm-hmm. piece of the first story you released after this, besides the fact that she passed away, is that the toxicology report shows that she may have had cocaine or something in her system. Mm-hmm. So, what they failed to mention, though, and this is what T.I. had to address with them, and he's pretty much put them on strike since this story came out. He was like, why don't you mention all the, all the uh, philanthropy and stuff that she's done for the community? Where, where is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me the first thing you found out was a, you was the only story you was waiting to report was a toxicology result showing that she had cocaine system? We all got our vices. But that don't mean we ain't good people. We, you know, we may not just be good. We, some people are just not good to themselves. That don't mean they're not good people in the neighborhood. Yeah. And you know, when you say that, it reminds me of like uh, when I used to when I was used to work uh, as a uh, associate manager, and I used to do performance reviews. And the thing that you did that you 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 did was to always uh, when you're doing the review present all the positives. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't start the review off with the negative. You just say, "Look, you know, this is what you're doing. This is great." However, if you if you can improve on this, you know, so you you're starting off with positive. Uh, reinforcement, right. but then you do bring a critique, and and that's like like you're saying with the with the late. Now there could have been an article that was written to say this is all the things that she's done. Yeah, she like you said, yeah, people. Some people they have their demons, you know. Look at look right. at look at look at look at look at Anthony Bourdain. Right, that's that's another good example. Another good yep. example. Look at Anthony Bourdain. I was felt I didn't think he had no issues. You know what I'm saying? Because he seemed to right. really enjoy what he was doing. But you know, but even with Anthony Bourdain, the initial response was all positive. It was always yeah. showing like yeah. the episode. Yeah, it was shocking. It was good, shocking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm just trying to figure out why can't we now I'm not I'm not calling this a race issue. Okay. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying it's a dip now. Obviously, she wasn't in the spotlight like he was either. So that's another factor. Okay, she mm-hmm. wasn't as famous as he was. But my thing is, is it because she's associated with Ti? This is the first story you had to drop after her after her passing. Mm-hmm. Because because he's had his issues before in the past. All of a sudden now, like I don't I don't I don't get that. My thing is. If I she's passed away, obviously you give your condolences to the family. The first story I'm doing are going to be about all the positive things that were going on in this person's life. Mm-hmm. I'm not even searching. First of all, I'm not even asking what the toxicology report is, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? That's not information I'm searching for. Like, I wonder was she on drugs when she was driving the car? Mm-hmm. That's for the cops to decide. TMZ is a major, a major news source for a lot of people. I don't necessarily like how they get their news, but it is what it is. Mm. And it's like, I don't know, man. We gotta, we gotta get out of this, this mold where it's like 
the negative is more entertaining than the positive things that are going on. I think that's a crazy way that can um, that can take just society in the wrong direction. I think though, and that's that's what it does, Ron. It causes a certain amount of numbness to uh, things because that's like like how long I know I know for almost thirty years or so I've been saying that's all you hear is the negative. You don't hear about the positive. It's not, but they right. say the positive don't sell, and they, and I think they're right uh, in that sense that the positive don't sell. It seems that the people are more interested in the dirt, you know, and so forth. Like even now, I I would I would say you could probably go to a funeral service, and at some point during the eulogy, the pastor is going to say something. If that person has some negative stuff going on. That's going to come out right. during the eulogy. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And that's just, that's just, it's sad, but it seems to be where we are. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's even to the point now. You got, you know, I, I scroll through my Instagram feed or whatever and stuff, and you see these videos of people running up on celebrities, like, just to get famous. Trying to either do like one dude tried to fight one guy, what's his name, little baby, and mm-hmm. he ended up getting his ass whipped on camera, and, and he got he got mm-hmm. whooped on camera and became famous after that video. So people were mm-hmm. people were people started following him after he got his behind whipped. That's where we at right now in society. Mm-hmm. Sad, sad. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I just thought it, I thought it was, you know, I, I was listening to um, I was listening to another podcast. It's more than the Joe Joe Budden podcast, mm-hmm. and they were talking about that, you know, the whole TMZ issue. And I was like, yeah, it's, it is kind of distasteful, man. Like this, you know, like who like who was checking for that information? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like the first thing. When something like that happens, or I don't, again, I know like you said, you don't want to say there's anything racial about it, but it seems like that's the first thing they look for, Right. is the negative, instead of, like you say, uh, looking for the things that, and I'm not, you know, I ain't trying to like say that, yeah, if a person if they led a, if they led a, 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 say a violent life and stuff like that, and their yeah. demise is a result of the life that they led, I mean, you're not going to try yeah, to pretty it up. Yeah, you seen it coming. Yeah, you seen it coming. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to pretty it up. You just want to yeah. say you want to you want to be able to leave the message that if you if you pursue this if you pursue this path, these are the pitfalls. That await you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. These are the pitfalls, but I, it's, yeah, it's. I, I don't know, man. I, like I said, I got. I guess the first. What was it? The first reality show was. What was a Survivor? Is that the first reality show? 
I, I'm not certain. Nah, I think Real World show? was the first reality show, right? Who? Like the first, the first real reality show where they put a bunch of strangers together. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, just expose somebody's life on TV. That was the Real World where they found you everything you did in this house, and oh. just, then it just expanded from there into all these other shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Mm. But you know, I, I don't. I don't necessarily have it. I mean, every everything at this point in time is pretty much reality TV. Even like the the, the TV shows that are actual shows, it's all real life issues in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Despite what you're looking at, it could be some fantasy stuff or whatever. It's always stuff that you can equate to what's happening now taking place. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. That's, and I don't necessarily have an issue with that because it's entertaining, to be honest. But I just think that, you know, there are a lot more positive things that we can highlight going on around the world. Like, I think, you know, people who have a perception of what they think Africa looks like, if you mm-hmm. actually do the research or, or watch the video that's available to show you, I've never been. I, I can't wait to go. It's a completely different picture than what you than, than the ones you get painted. You know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. everywhere you go, you got kids, you know, with the flies flying around their face, begging for some food. That's not no. You know, that's not all Africa has to offer. I think some people don't right. see beyond that. Yeah, I think. And, uh, and I'm not not just not just to focus on Africa, but that's anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, every I think I think I think. Every country has its its uh, poor neighborhood. Matter of fact, matter of fact. Now, I don't know if this is a poor, but uh, I don't know if you heard it. But you know, remember David Ortiz? Yeah, well, he got he got shot, didn't he? Yeah, he got shot to death in the Dominican Republic. There's a lot of stuff going on over there, man. No, I don't think he was shot to death. I think he, I think he got shot, but oh, okay, maybe I missed misread it. Yeah, see, no, he got shot, but he's he's coming back home. He, they said the Red Sox sent the plane to go pick him up and bring him back home. But he oh, okay, okay. Okay, maybe it's because I've heard all these stories about uh, something going on over there, and I think it's in a particular resort. Um, right. Oh, the people, people are dying getting after eating and stuff. Yeah, getting illnesses and stuff like that. Yeah, people. Hey, some people dying. Like it was a three. Yeah. It was it was one couple, two couples. I think one lady died. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I'm like, it is. It, you know, obviously, I, I love to visit other countries and places and stuff like that. But if people dying, that's the one I ain't visiting no time soon. No, Straight I'm up. not in no hurry. Yeah, I'm not in no hurry, man. I ain't no hurry to go to. And I, you know, I, I definitely want to go to Dominican Republic. I ain't no rush to go there right now until they figure out what's going on. And, and even now, they saying they believe. They said the police believe. Police believe drug lord ordered hit on David Ortiz. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Hmm. I mean, you, you know this. Understand that, you know, and all, you know, at the same time, as much as you want to experience the beauty of everywhere, uh, every country has its own stuff going on that, you, that yep. you're not going to be familiar with, and you got to be yep. 
you got to be extremely cautious about how you move while enjoying mm-hmm. yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the places we go to visit, sometimes these are isolated tourist areas. Remember, there's a whole other country around that. So just like in the United States, there's places that are beautiful to visit, and there's places where you're like, I'm not going there. Simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to think that it doesn't exist in other countries. Yeah, we get it. Every country got their own thing going on. Gov- mm-hmm. you know, some governments do one things one way. Some governments do it another way. You just got to know how to move. Mm. But I'm pretty sure even those people want the positive things highlighted more than the negative. Mm. Doesn't make them different from us. Right, right. Like we, when we talk, when we are presenting ourselves to someone else, here's all the positive. But even, but within our own country, we can't even promote the same positivity. Mm-mm. Crazy. We ain't doing either one right now. Nope. Nope. Mm. Did you? Uh... Did you uh, catch the some of the hearings? I didn't watch it, but I just seen some clips that were being played about today's hearings. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, the one thing I did pull away from the hearings is that Rick Gates is a joke. <laughs> He's a joke. Mm-hmm. Seriously, man. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. He's a joke. Mm. Like it's just there, you know. You know, he's see. Okay. You know, it's just certain people that, you know, you immediately know that you're not going to get along with. But you're like, as long as they don't say nothing crazy to me, I'm going to go about my business, he'll go about his. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we all have the type of person who just irks us the wrong way. For me, it's like, it's like the guy that's loud and obnoxious and has to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. I just know, like, because of the way I move, me and him, we just, we're we not going to see, we're not going to be friends outside of this building or wherever because that's just not how I roll, man. I'm not trying to be, the mm-hmm. I'm trying to be no attention wherever I go at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of get that same feel from Rick Gates. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he sits there, he gets all loud and obnoxious on the mic. He, you know, he, he's, he's like the textbook, um, he's like the textbook, like, Republican that's going to repeat the same sentences every single time he speaks so he can just hit you in the head with it. He is, he is trained. Because all you mm. hear is fake dossier. You shouldn't be discussing this. What's going on with the phony Pfizer report? Blah, blah, blah. None of that stuff is true. If 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 in your 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 deepest heart you don't want to believe that there was some type of collusion between the presidents, I mean between the Trump administration and Russia, because it, the report doesn't say anything about no collusion. It says collusion is a term they can't use because it's not a legal term. Right. We're investigating right. conspiracy. Let's get that clear. Mm-hmm. Even if you all want to believe that there was some type of collusion going on, there's a whole first chapter of that report that talks about how the Russians, the, the Russians try to infiltrate the election. 
And I don't hear mm-hmm. any of them press that issue or talk about the lack of commitment to the issue by this current, current administration. None of them, we, they can't, there's no lie that they've made up yet for that particular fact. And I'm wondering why we can't do a better job of pressing on that. So Rick Gates, you know, he gives this whole speech, and the guy's just like, listen, I don't even know how to respond to that. That's not even a question. That's a speech. And everybody just laughed. <clears throat> so that was, that was like the, the highlight of the, of the whole hearing to me. But, you know, it's just the same thing with every hearing. It's the Democrats. You can see, from my opinion, that we're trying to get to, you know, some real information. And then because you got to go back and forth, the next thing you get is a Republican discrediting everything the person before them just said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how the hearing goes the whole time, man. So I just, at this point, it's oh, just, they put, they're, I'm just they're, like... They're basically, they're putting their spin on it. And you know that. You know that when that hearing was set up, you know that was going to be the case. You, they, they, you know that. I mean, that's a given. It's every that hearing. was going to be the case. It's not... It's not that hearing. It is every hearing. It's, since I've been watching them, it's the same thing yep. every yeah. single time. I've never, I've never personally have seen where Republicans. Well, nah, I've seen maybe one. What? I can't even say it. I can't name it. One time where they asked some real questions that didn't seem like extremely partisan. That were just trying to figure out what was going on. It's right. hard for me to name one time I've seen that in the hearing. I don't know what they mm-hmm. do behind doors, but the public hearings, I don't see it at all. And that's all I want. I think, I think, well, you know what, Ron? I mean, they were saying today that they believe only 3% of the American people read the uh, full Mueller report. Well, I agree with that because I know I have not read the whole report, but I did read volume one. In volume two summaries, right. and I think just reading those summaries, and I, and I, and I understand that the supporting documentation for the summary is in the details of the report. But I think if you look at that summary, if most people would just read the summary, I think it would shed a lot of light. And if they if they had the curiosity to explore even farther, then they would dig into because that's what I'm going to attempt to do now. Now that I've read the summaries, I'm going to actually look at the underlining uh, evidence that supports the summary, supports the, uh, the summary that was written for both volume one and volume two. But you know what? I'm thinking, how can I, because this is an issue. This is not whether you're Democrat or Republican. This is an issue. So how do you educate the public that doesn't want to take the time to even read the summary? How do you educate them? So you got to come out with sound bites. Is it sound bites? I, 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 that's, that's, the, that's the challenging part for me. There's no, it's, it's, it's one way. It's, I think it's one way, one way that they can probably get this through the people's heads. One way. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They need and It's sad for me to say this But I bet if they did like an hour long TV show Like a CNN and special investigation The Mueller report mm-hmm. And put it You know put it right in front of your face Maybe have Not probably taking it too far with the actors and stuff 
But just laying it out on TV for an hour, I think that that would probably get more people talking about it because they're not reading it. People are right. not going online and reading that report. So nope. you got to put it where they can get it. They can get it just like that right in front of their face. Then it's something they can talk about because they've seen it and it was entertaining. And I guess, I guess what, I guess then what I'm, what I'm looking at is that we should be able to, for, for educational purposes, we should be able to glean from volume one summary and volume two, the talking points. Yeah. We should be able to come up with something easy that people, if, you know, if you're going to get people now, like even, even the summaries, right? The summaries are like several pages, you know? So you're going to have to condense it down to no more than two pages, I think. And if they, and, and, and you can, uh, you can end it with saying for, for, for further clarification, you know, you know, go into the uh, act, read the actual summary or read the, um, I would say read the summary, you know, but I would take, I would extrapolate from the summary, the key talking points. That's what I would try to extrapolate. Yeah, it's pretty interesting to read, you know, it's just, um, you know, I don't study law, so I can't give you an in-depth analysis, but I can say it looked pretty guilty to me. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Well, see, that's what you got to do, though, Ron. You got to make it. I'm going to tell you a person that's good at that. That's like Elizabeth Warren. That's one thing she's good at. She's good at breaking it down so that the common, the average person can get it, can get it. And I think that's the approach that may have to be used by, um, you know, if I wanted to go out there and try to educate the public to say, you know, but see, here's the thing that you're dealing with too, Ron. You're dealing with exhaustion. People are exhausted. They, I mean, how long, because we're used to, uh, I, I, I would say your generation is used to, um, you know, a, a quick turnaround. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like years ago, okay, if you go back to Nixon, Nixon was dragged out because you didn't have social media like you have now. You had television, right. so people were glued to their television. So they got their source. I mean, but then, too, you didn't have, like, cable news. You had you had the mainstream media that everybody looked at, and the stories, they were pretty objective. They were pretty objective right. in how they how they covered it. You know, that's the difference. And so that's that's what I see. That's that's the role that I see that I might be able to contribute or play in trying to simplify something that is very complicated. And I think yeah. they throw the complications out there to discourage people, to turn people off, to say right. You know, to make them lose interest, but I think you got to break it down. You you give them a, you give them like a, a two page summary, 
and say, boom, take a look at this. And if you want more information, I can send it to you via email, uh, the PDF. And you can then look at the whole report through PDF. I'm telling you, man, you got to put it on a video that people can share. If it's on TV, yeah. if you move it to like a YouTube or whatever like that, that's how it'll mm-hmm. get around. Because we not, and people is not, they're not sitting by and just like, no, nope. they want access to this stuff immediately. They don't want to sit down mm-hmm. and have to read, you know, this was it, 300, 400 pages? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to sit down and have to read all that. If you can put it into an hour on TV, Matter of fact, is there any specials coming up like that? Like the Mueller report? I'm not aware. I'm not aware. You know, there may have already been one. You know? I wonder. If your mind is already made up, if your mind is already made up, then you're not going to even listen to it. If your mind, if you're a person who believes that there's something wrong going on here, then you're going to probably pay some attention to it. But if you're a person who just follows what the uh, president is saying blindly, then it's not going to be any persuading. I'm telling you, they got they to put it on TV, man. I haven't seen mm-hmm. I'm looking through. I'm looking online. I don't see where it's been done already. And I don't really see anything okay. coming up for it. But okay. if somebody were to do that, I tell you what, they better do it before Fox News does it because they're gonna put a crazy spin on it. Oh sure. Trust me, believe that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um, hmm. yeah, man, I just feel like you know, we just need to be more positive, man. You know what I'm saying? I think people in their heart of hearts are just positive people. We just can't, we just see the negative stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Like matter of fact, I just watched this show on CBS, and part of the story where it was a couple where the husband he was ready to settle down, have some kids, get married, and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he he thought him and his girlfriend were on the same page, and it come to find out, she started dragging her feet a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So when he addressed the issue with her, I mean, and here's the thing too, as they're having these these talks back and forth on TV, you kind of see the stuff that we see every day. Donald Trump has did this, or there's this protest going on and stuff like that. They're, they're, they're putting little pieces of that in the story. And then when they sit down and have a conversation about why she's all of a sudden dragging her feet, she's like, I just can't bring a child into a world like this. Mm-hmm. And he like, he like, I get it, but that's why we're here. Like, you know, we're going to make sure this child is basically raised the right way. We're going to protect them, blah, 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 this and that. But she's like, based on what she's seeing, the way she interprets everything every day is that she's scared to bring a child into this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, it's like even, even in our shows, Things that are happening in society are right in front of our face. Even in the shows we, that we find entertaining on TV, all these issues are within the show. They, they're trying to let you know, trying to educate you. You got to pay attention. You man. know that. You know you're right because 
I was just watching the latest season of uh, Supergirl, right? It's all and some in of, It's all in there. It is. It's all in there. You're right. It's all in mm-hmm. there. And they went. They went heavy too. They they was like, nah, we dive, We diving all the way in. Because I started when that season started. I was like, oh, they not playing around. They they going yep. in. <laughs> mm-hmm. They like they they basically yep. know that they do not agree with what's going on, and they're going to mm-hmm. show you in this particular way how it looks. But the way they paint the story, you know, Super Supergirl could be a little cheesy. But I do like yep, you know, yep, the way they yep, paint the story yep. sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I watch it. But, uh, yeah, it's in everything we watch, man. They people trying to warn you, like, listen, we gotta wake up from this, man. We gotta do mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my press. That's the way I see it. I just yeah, wanna, you know, I did, I knew I felt I was a see, I got to come up in a time where Although there were bad things going on around or in the world, I came up in a time where it's, you, you can see things consistently getting better. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. you have Bill, you know, you had Bill Clinton as president. That was an excellent time. Yeah, mm-hmm. the George Bush era was a little rough, but it wasn't like the talk of the town every single day. Right. And then right. You had Barack Obama, so I was like, I was almost on a high. I'm like, this, we on the up and up. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Then it's like, then he just, boom, smacked me in the face with Trump. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dang. So I'm hoping we're not going the opposite way because I don't want my children to go through that. I want, right. them to be, I want this to be, well, it's already been a tough one, but I want them this to be their Bush period. Now, I know we already passed that because we talk about this dude every day. Yep. Oh, what the Republicans are doing. But I hope this is that rough period. And then we go back on the climb the next time around. So that's what I'm waiting for, man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's what my hope is at. I'm hoping that it's just a rough patch, and we'll get over it and, uh, and move forward like we always do. But man, it was a time right. where I was like, yeah, as a kid, as a kid, I would always sit there and think about like, man, I can't wait till the future. They're gonna have like the little hoverboards and stuff like that. Now, I know I ain't right. riding on the ground, but just, just to be able to ride one of those things now, that's amazing to me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got to get it. I mean, that's, it's like, I don't know, I'm used to the America that was innovative, like finding out something new. Right. We got to get back to that, man. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, man, it's been a good show. Always a good conversation. Yeah. Um, definitely, uh, we should be back on next Monday, same time. Oh, same you know channel. what, though? Ron. What's up? Ron. What's up? Next Monday, you leave for Las Oh, Vegas. yeah. Matter so, of fact, we're going to be on vacation next Monday. There you go. So it'll be about two weeks before we yep. back, but we're going to come back better than ever. Trust and believe that. You got anything you want to say before we get out of here, man? Hey, sounds good to me. All right. Y'all listen to the Provocation Real People, Real Conversations. And with that said, we out of here, man. I hear you.